0: and gentlemen and welcome back to another edition we're back of the steve and mike show episode 75 as always my name is mike larkin joining me once again is my homie g my top dog the one and only stevie nicks homie we're back and we're in video form bro we are in video and um some of
1: you might regret that uh we apologize for the hard sights that you're seeing um <laughs> Mike Larkin was created in a lab, so uh, that's why he is the way he is. Uh, It was an experiment gone horribly wrong. And as you can see, this is why we need to put more funding into the American private and public medical research sectors, because this is unacceptable.
0: (laughs) That's what I think of you, sir. (laughs) Oh, man. But yeah, no, we're How back. How you
1: doing? How you doing, Mike Lockett? It's been, oh. it's been way too long. It's oh, it has long. been.
0: It has been. And I'll say a programming note here for everybody. So our last episode was three months ago and we said we're back. And well, now we're three months later. So programming notes. So we stay consistent and we bring you guys quality content and quality shows. We'll be doing this once a month. So y'all get to see our faces once a month and we get to talk about a whole lot of, whole lot of and just do what we do. Ain't that right, my homie G?
1: Either you get used to it or you'll turn us off after five minutes and either way that's okay you, you know because we're really we're at the end of the day you know we love it that we have fans but we're to we do this for us yes right right michael i mean this is we love to do this no matter what and we're just so psyched that anyone is on is along for the ride and if you guys continue to hang we first of all again thank you for everybody who's hung with us this long and and you know for the, the new people who were along for the ride uh, welcome aboard, strap yep. in, hold on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride, but uh, hopefully there might be some fun along the way.
0: Oh, absolutely. And I mean, I look at it from a stance too as well. Homie, we just passed our seven years of officially starting this show. It started, and here's where well, this actually ties in. It's 2014. You and I were sitting on my couch, my big comfy couch back in East Islip. You brought up the idea of the podcast. And then months later in 2015, the summer, we started this bad boy. So we are seven years strong, my homie G.
1: I bought up the idea of a podcast multiple times, I, Mike she Larkin. Yes, yeah, you did multiple times, and you were like every time you were like, "Oh no, I don't know, man. You know, I don't really know about a podcast. You know, I don't really care sure about there." <laughs> and then all, and then, and then, and then all of a sudden, I know. Where I remember 2013. All of a sudden, he turns around to me and he goes, "Hey, you know, I think we should start a podcast." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" <laughs>
0: I would just like to say it was my idea for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: because oh,
0: I'm all about that positivity man. of course the positivity, you know. Just 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 bring it out there. All about the positivity. The good vibes. About me.
1: That's my idea. Oh, only me and
0: nobody else. It's all me, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that's what you get with this show. And first and foremost, man, the world has gone bananas. This shit is bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. I was talking to you about this. Mills Lane, today, God rest his soul, passed away. Let's get it on. Celebrity death match, legendary referee, Judge Mills Lane. Homie, 85 years old, forget all that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you can't say that he was
1: gone too soon. I mean, 85 is a a pretty good long life. And um, do you know how he went out? Do we know know that yet?
0: No, well, they didn't say. But if I was to venture a guess, I mean, natural causes, the man was 85 years old.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, hopefully, hopefully he went peacefully, um, and it wasn't uh, wasn't a painful experience. And um, you know, I mean, Mil- Mills Lane was was uh, just an absolute legend. He was one of these real old school, don't take no shit from anyone type guys, right? right. And he really was a judge. He was, in fact, even he became a judge on the People's Court, right? Mike Larkin, like yes, one sir. of the original, the original guy on right. I think it was the it was that Wapner. No, he I- was on. He was on one of them, right? He was on. Yeah. He was on the People's right. Court, I believe. Yeah, yep. he was on the People's Court, and so was Wapner. Yep. Um, and then and then later on, uh, he somehow gets this job to play himself on Celebrity Deathmatch on MTV. Mm-hmm. And that kind of even catapulted him further up into, like, iconic status and introduced him to a, a younger generation. And, I mean, he was just... He was the type of guy that, like, seemed like you know always always came to work hard or whatever he was doing he was putting his 110% into it but wasn't such a hard ass that he couldn't have a laugh like he could be a real funny guy right My like with that dry type of humor like he could be pretty funny like he would probably be the type of guy you'd want to have a beer with actually because like you know he knows we we work hard play hard that that type of guy I like that that's one of my uh, mottos I I I like a guy like that (laughs)
0: <laughs> absolutely no he was one of those guys where for me like I, the introduction that we had and i'll say this right now because you brought up a great point here the original celebrity death match not the newer celebrity death match that came yes. out in yeah, the og celebrity death match will always take the cake for me with him this it's mtv man the iconic years of MTV.
1: yeah i mean i i they they, were, they tried to bring that show back
0: i think twice right Yes, they tried for a second time, and then nothing. Like I said, you yeah. can't be the first one. It's like when they tried to bring back TRL. When you're in a day and age where everything on YouTube is pretty much VIVO and stuff, and you're trying to bring back TRL now, it's like why? And that makes no sense.
1: Oh, I mean, like
0: that—that that, you know, theoretically
1: could still. It's different with music videos, but like theoretically, that could work as a show. Like Celebrity Deathmatch could still work today as a show, but. Yes problem is they're not doing it right they don't have the right people involved they don't have the the right creative teams behind it the right writers Um, uh, it just doesn't look or feel the same as the original did and that's kind of a a big problem and and you know um we'll always have the original though right my Clark and we'll always have the original celebrity Deathmatch. so that we will there's that and we'll always have mills lane and uh we thank we thank Mills for all the great years of, of, of entertainment that he gave us and um you know just um may he rest in peace, right? And and we send uh our best yep. to uh his friends and family and uh to all of his fans all over the world because uh you know he didn't he didn't really start out uh trying to be an entertainer, but he ended up being one, he ended up being a pretty good one. So you know, and he starts off, you know, being a lawyer and a judge, and then, you know, he's a
0: he's in you know, comedy shows and cartoon shows and stuff. And um, well, he was all really the, well. He was also the one who disqualified Tyson, Tyson the Holyfield, man. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He was a boxing referee too. That's right. He really yep. was a boxing referee.
1: So I mean, he he lived quite the life. I can't believe I, really, I can't believe I left that out. That's- um. Well, no. He, he is. He lived quite the life, and um,
0: he will be missed by many.
1: And um, yeah, he
0: rest in peace. And speaking to someone else, we're going to talk about this because this broke our hearts too as well. The one and only Kirstie broke Alley. My heart. Broke our bad, passing away at seventy-one due to cancer. Uh, Kirstie Alley, man, one of our personal favorites from the "Look Who's Talking" series. Cheers, uh, North and South with Patrick Swayze, and many of those good times back from the. You better have mentioned that. Yes, are you doing this because you wants to do this? Are you doing this because you have to do this? Curse. a woman gets disowned by her family. It's about the Civil War. Like I said, three books, book 1, book 2, book 3 of North and South. Yeah. <laughs> Mini series. Mini series. Yes. And
1: uh honestly Mike Larkin, like we 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 actually we cuz we've talked about her before on the podcast.
0: Like she yeah. is definitely top 5 hottest actresses of the 80s. Yeah, I would go definitely top five. She's probably, I would, do, I would yeah. She's like yeah. my number, she's like my number two or three.
1: Yeah, she's around, she's around like three, three or four. She's definitely in the top. Like she was, when she was in her prime in like the mid 80s, like yeah, that's pretty good. Like that's that goddamn. Like, and then for a while, she still had it going on. And then you remember, like out of nowhere, she got really fat.
0: She got, she got, you know, she gained some, she gained a lot of weight. And I remember she was uh, doing the Jenny Craig diet. She's known for the Jenny Craig diet. She did that, but then like she never really. It fluctuated. Like her, she looked good, and then she would gain the weight back. Like she fluctuated a lot. She
1: never really fully gained her figure back. Like she never really like kind of had it after that. Like it was kind of set. Like like once like, once like she like let go of herself. Like she just couldn't. See that's the thing with like with like looks like you have to maintain them consistently throughout as you get older like especially if you're a woman because like once you lose it you don't really get it back like that's it once they fade they fade and then that's it and uh I just that was just hard because I felt like I felt like she still had some good years left in her you know and then like she just fell off the wagon and it was like oh remember when she did the guest spot oh i can't remember She did guest spot on the king of queens yes as herself i'm like this is so stupid but i'm like she goes i'm on a diet can you eat the donut for me and i'll enjoy it through you i'm like <laughs> yes i remember that God. Uh, uh, i don't I, I don't know who i feel worse for right now The the yep people who have to write for kevin james Oh, God. For me
0: for having to watch
1: it. Don't get me started on Paul Blotmore.
0: Oh, we got to talk about this here because you, you're you starting on it. You wanted your money back. I did not see it in the theaters like you did, concert. I did not. I just rented it and they gave it back. Um, if I ever meet Kevin James, I'm, gonna punch I'm him up. asking for my mom's $20 back. I'm asking for my mom's $20 back. Oh, yes. You hated him so much and it makes me laugh to this day. Ugh. Now, I didn't laugh. I, that was the problem. I didn't laugh, Mike Larkin. I know, but it wasn't a funny movie. It wasn't that good. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't that good, even though even though Anna Faris was in it. Yes. Oh well. Speaking of this, I got to mention this because you mentioned you know losing it before, not just just lose it. Ah, 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 go crazy. But I have to ask you: Is it true if you don't lose it, if you don't use it, you lose it? Is that a serious question? No, no, no. It's not, Mike <laughs> Larkin. You know what's
1: probably one of the most hilarious things about that? We're we're going off on a tangent now. But you know what's one of the most funniest things about that scene? What is and that is the woman who is doing
0: that that class is Steve Carell's real life wife. That is amazing to know. Wow. Okay. And isn't that a freaking hysterical? That is amazing. I did like not know that. The two of
1: them are just sitting in a room, just making sex jokes with each other. I'm like, that is like hilarious.
0: Yep. yep. That's. Like, <laughs> That's the ultimate scene, and
1: that's the ultimate spot. I like it. That yeah, is, that is, and oh my god, what another great movie! Um,
0: but no, yeah, rest in but peace. But yeah, Christie Alley, Alley, man, like, well, she's been one of my favorite Disney movies. Dad, do you remember Toothless? Scary Tooth Fairy? Yes, I do. Yeah, I well. do remember Toothless. One of my favorite Disney movies. She dies, and then she becomes the Tooth Fairy, and then you know she comes back to life. At the end. He still kind of had it going on at that point, Michael. And that was, was early was... 90s, yeah. Early yeah, 90s.
1: pretty hot tooth fairy, Michael.
0: So yeah, I agreed wholeheartedly with you on that, that she was a very hot <laughs> tooth fairy. And besides Kirstie Alley, we also lost one of our absolute favorites, the one and only Coolio. God rest his soul, Coolio.
1: We haven't done an episode since Coolio died that's, like, forever ago now, Mike Locken. Like But still,
0: like... We you had do two deaths from today, and then you do one from, like, that feels like five months ago. Well, about, he like, was one of our boys, and we love Coolio, the Keenan and theme. Yeah, yeah we the- were best friends with him, Mike Locken. He was such our boy. We were, like, so close, Mike Locken. Like, we had a close personal relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Take it to the hub. I mean... Well, he did one of the LFC shows. I love
1: how you lend with it. I like when I talk about his songs, like I just throw Take It to the Hubs in there, like randomly, but you fucking let off.
0: Of course. Why wouldn't I? (laughs) How many
1: other obvious choices? It to the
0: hub. I had to. That's your jam. Why wouldn't I do that?
1: It is my jam. But like when you t- when you're usually talking to people about Julio, that's never the first song that comes up ever. Well, that's,
0: that's all you. You gotta take it to the hub. <laughs> I had to relate to you. You know, take it to the hub. You're all about the hub. You go to the port. God well, bless. I know that. I know what song I would have put first. I'm just saying. I'm trying to I'm trying to re- relate to you. you. Know what I'm saying? I'm trying to come up to your level. You're trying to relate. Yes. <laughs> So, you had great songs like, like Yes,
1: you're making it seem like all I talk about and think about is sex all day. I dream <laughs> about sex all day. I dream about okay, okay, Corn. Uh, <laughs> but you no,
0: uh, yes, Oh, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, Coolio with the uh, Gangsta's Paradise, and of course Slide, Slide, separately Slide on that fantastic voyage. One of my personal favorites, Rolling with the Homies from Clueless. Rest in peace, Brittany Murphy. You know that was our song, Rolling with the Homies. Yep. But man, we've lost a lot of amazing people. But God dang it, man! 2022, what a year in itself. You know what I'm saying? We're moving on. You forgot?
1: On. You forgot? Uh, it's all the way live.
0: It's all the way live from Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg and Frank Langella. Yep.
1: Hey Frankie Langella, I'm a me a tutti frutti magnifico. So, <laughs> hey
0: Paisan, hey, Paisan, but no, that's that was cool, <laughs> But yeah, no, that movie, first and foremost, a very underrated movie is Eddie with Whoopi Goldberg and Frank Langella. Have you actually seen the whole movie? It's not that Mike, big. Mike Larkin? yes. I never, I
1: don't know, I told you this before, yes. I own. A VHS copy of
0: Eddie in a blockbuster box. Yo, why that's old school, but why do you have a copy of it in a blockbuster box? So, like
1: for whatever reason, I got really into this movie and I was like around like late middle school, and a block the blockbuster in Levittown was closing down, and they were just instead of renting the movie, you could just buy it from them for like three dollars. Okay. So I went in there and I bought their copy of eddie and they let me keep the blockbuster box
0: that's badass
1: yep so i've had that it's in my basement now
0: <laughs> locked up in my basement, <laughs> i was about to say was dr j locked in your basement ha you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i mean that's i mean i'm probably never gonna watch that again but it's pretty cool I mean, it was a good movie. I mean, she'd be, she's a fan that gets to be the coach. And I mean, Rick Fox is in it. You see a lot of cameos from a lot of great basketball players in it. John Sally, not bad at all. But yeah, that was one of the movies that Coolio's It's All the Way Live was in. Probably the only movie it's in.
1: Yeah, you know it is. I'm not really a Whoopi Goldberg fan, Mike Larkin. So I'm not. Really, I don't uh, well,
0: yeah, we, we know how you feel about Sister Act 1 and 2.
1: Oh, not even that. I wasn't even gonna bring that up. I just uh, find I just find her completely intolerable. Just, just
0: okay. So well, I'll say this. So with her movies, I did not mind Sister Act two back in the habit because I think it's a great story and I like Lauren Hill because Lauren Hill. She don't L- pay her taxes, Mike Larkin. Oh God! Now, now who doesn't pay? Who does pay their taxes? But still, no, it's <laughs> it's <laughs> Hello, I- IRS, IRS. That's, his name is
1: Larkin. L a r k a i n.
0: Sex, they want your sexual orientation, Mike Larkin. What should shut I up. tell them? Just, just shut up. How about you just shut up? All right. How about you just shut up? But no, that's that's yeah, that's that. But no, that's I think that's cool that you had it in your uh, yeah, blockbuster video. That it's like when like when you had Eiffel sixty nine on Blue Abadie Die when you were nine on CD.
1: First of all, it was Eiffel sixty five. Eiffel sixty five. Yeah. And second of all, I have no idea what the hell you're talking about, Mike Larkin.
0: Whatever. It gave away the the CD because, oh, it's Eiffel 65. That was the same time around when we had Dirty Vegas, and that was still one of our jams. Days go by and still I think of you.
1: That was, a, that was a, like two years later,
0: three years later. Yes, yes. One of our favorites. Friggin' 20 years later, man. It's still it's a fucking great song.
1: Oh, can you not
0: remind me how long it's been since then? Like, I know. Well, we're getting older, man. I'm 30. You're 31. Gonna be 32 next year. We're getting older, man. Next month. Next month, next year. Next month, Mike Larkin. Thanks. What's, what, what's Thanks for, for reminding me. What's Steve Nicoforo's birthday again? What's Mike Larkin's
1: birthday again? Uh, February 24th, March 25th? It, it's April 13th.
0: Ugh, may he rest in peace.
1: But you know what, though? You know what, though? Yes, May Travis rest in peace. Uh, he helped me around with your birthday, though. Yes. Because <laughs> I couldn't forget it because he kept always asking me to remind him. so.
0: Yes. Well, we'll never forget no. each other's birthdays. Yours is the January 20th. Every time it goes around. Well, you already got my friggin' Christmas present already. You're just like, oh, wait till you see your Christmas present. Do you already have it done already? No, it's not done already. Right. I didn't send it out or anything. But I'm just uh, saying, did you pick something out for me? And I'm looking forward to this Well, Christmas. you saw the shirt. You, what? No. Fuck you. <laughs> the room's starting to spin because of the gayness. No, it's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just fucking <laughs> asshole. Look, look, man. I mean, you know, I'm just, I, you got to be able to express yourself. My Logan. Like,
0: well, I'm trying to help you with that. Express yourself. Ugh. Don't go for seconds now, baby. Ugh. But no. Well, that was the thing, too. And it's funny that we brought up something that's from 20 years ago because I was going through the YouTube, man, and it had one of our jams, both seasons. I'm talking about Tyena. No, you're going to see my name in lights. Nothing's going to stop me. You'll see. I will go far. Tyena. Tyena. I always knew that I'd be a star. You'll be saying my name. That was
1: when, that was during the time when yes. Nickelodeon was trying to diversify. Mike Larkin. Yes, they had Taina, the brothers, brothers, brothers Garcia. Yep. and my cousin Skeeter. Yep, and um, you know, do you know that actually that song is actually Ski-Lo, Mike Larkin. It's actually you know they
0: say Ski-Lo, Mike Larkin. I know Stelo by Seven O Two. Did you know that song, with Logan. That's actually a pretty good song. You should check it out. I know that song. <laughs> this is me you're talking about. I know that song. <laughs> it's one of my jams. Seven oh two. Stilo, where my girl's at from the front to back and I don't need that, like, that do yeah, Yep. Can
1: you repeat that?
0: I'm trying to take fancy. Uh, I don't um, need that, so don't play yourself. It
1: mm. is a great song. And then you know, but because yeah, we all know what they were trying to do, Logan. Like, but
0: um. But no, that was also the same year that they had that dumbass show, No One Knows Best, that only lasted like a month or two because they were trying to do like a male version of Clarissa Explains It All.
1: What about, what about Caitlin's Way, Mike Larkin? Uh, That show, okay. Trying to be like Carlito's Way, but with a girl, because, you know, that's what they need. Good stories need to have the genders reversed, Mike Larkin.
0: Well, this one was, she was a troubled youth and got kicked out of school. And she stole. I've seen the show. I know. I'm telling for the people. She she stole. She was a troubled youth. She moved to her cousin's ranch in Montana with her horse that she rescued named Bandit. And all the damn time she was with the damn horse. It's like, we get it. You love horses. All right? And the show really just went nowhere after that. It's like, I know she met stuff that was important to her mom, but it went nowhere.
1: Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. Like, Like, all these people, all these pretend wannabe pop psychologists, like, you know, Dr. Phil. They yes. think that, like, sending a troubled youth to a farm to go, you know, be with horses is somehow, like,
0: not gonna want to make them kill their parents.
1: <laughs> like, what, the, what does that have to do with anything?
0: I guess discipline. I guess. Sort of, kind of.
1: How, how are you getting disciplined by taking care of I I don't understand. I, I don't know. I just, I feel like... I feel like, um... That's not actual therapy, Mike Larkin. Like, you know, like, like, you know, these kids, you know... They're getting predilections, you know. People making fun of me might want to go shoot up my school. Oh, I know. I'll go to a farm and I'll go brush and take care of them, feed some horses, and then you know,
0: milk. Oof, I'm cured. Milk. Now No, I don't want to shoot up the school anymore. Now I want to ride horses. It's Like milk, milk the cows, feed the chickens. You know, not going to kill the school today. How do
1: we get? How do you get from from point A to? to how does how does that how does that take care of of of, of problem A? How does, how does, how does solution B take care of problem A? Like,
0: you know, it just made, it doesn't make
1: any sense to me, Mike Larkin. Like, I, how does that work?
0: I get it too, man. Like, with everything that's going on, well, first and foremost, I'm tired of these goddamn shootings. Working in schools, college, and everything. We got to stop this shit. And also, there's a way to discipline kids. Like, you know what I'm saying? There's... I understand the disciplinary things, but that doesn't mean like, okay, I'm going to go to the farm and I'm going to freaking feed the horses and I'm going <laughs> to feed the chickens. That doesn't make me want to like not do anything of that. I get it. They're trying to be disciplined, but also at the same time, like they try to steer a lot of these kids straight by going to the jail cell to see what it's going to be like when you're actually in the jail cell. But a lot of times that doesn't even work. I mean, look at that girl on fucking Dr. Phil. Catch me outside. How about that? Mm. She became like very rich and she fucking made a ton of money just from that one line and her fucking rap. Because was on OnlyFans and was on OnlyFans. Right, you know what I'm saying, and it just like and I know I know for a
1: fact that those scare straight programs do not work because Mike Larkin went to one and he sure as (laughs) hell.
0: Again, it comes back to this bullshit. Whatever. Okay, so (laughs) I'm sorry, Mike Larkin. I had to throw that in. (laughs) <laughs> of course you do. That's fine. No, and I'll be honest with you. That's totally fine. Uh, we only joke. First of all, I've been taking this abuse, not really abuse, but this love and our friendship. This is what makes. you know what? It's funny about this too, because people have watched the show and people ask me, it's like, what's going on with the two people? I'm like, this is how we joke. He'll call me gay and make fun of my sexuality. I'll tell him that he has a buns It's our sick little relationship. It's how we vibe. It's how we go. This is us people. This is what she- we
1: I'll I'll explain. we do this because we know that we can, and it's the ultimate display of trust. It's the yep. ultimate. It's the ultimate showing of I care about you, yep, and you can trust me, yep. Because we 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 you know we do this shit all the time, and, and, and we just put it in the it, in front of the microphone for you people. <laughs> yeah, and we, and and it doesn't bother us at all. We we, we do it. We we give it and we take it and. It's just a way, it's one of the ways we it's actually weird. It's a weird like bonding thing for us, right? My logan it's like a weird years, yeah. Some guys, some guys like that's how like they like get closer is through like ripping on each other, but it's not really like, really. see, that's the thing, like, girls don't understand, like, guys can like be vicious and also but at the same time be playful, yeah. It's exactly. like guys can like play fight.
0: Like, it's like, girls
1: yeah. girls don't girls don't get that girls don't get how to play oh,
0: fight not at all it's like just hey dickhead how you doing and then he'll be like hey what's up asshole you know what i'm saying like we'll we'll go back and forth and it's like we're be- and it's like yeah it's like we're best friends like you know well it's like when you got your glasses and i said oh hey elton john what's going on you know what i'm saying and <laughs> you got so fucking pissed at me Wait, see there the face, the face <laughs> You did you look like fucking elton john
1: Notice
0: notice how I'm not wearing any glasses today, Michael. I know. Well, that's what I'm saying. But you guys should see with his glasses. He legit looks like Elton John singing Crocodile Rock. This train don't stop here anymore, baby. That's what it is. It's Elton John. All day, every day. You know what, Michael? Yes. You know. (laughs) <laughs> nibbety, 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 that's all no. <laughs> oh god well my pug knows look at that shit stick up baby <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's oh, how it is it, girls don't understand that no to go to your point they don't like you and I can do this all the time and like first of all the fact that like our, us we get closer a lot of girls don't find this funny you know what I'm saying girls don't you know play fight with each other you know what I'm saying it's always cat and around you know what I'm saying it's a different <laughs> <thing by women>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I had to friggin' deal with that in my friggin' senior year in fucking high school, man. Fucking just trying to get to my fucking locker. Another random high school. Know, can't, where the hell did that come from? Where the oh, fuck did that, that, that come from? But no, so <laughs> so fucking cat fight just coming right out of the fucking bathroom as I'm just trying to get to my locker. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? We had a lot of those in school, man. Everybody just fighting out of nowhere. Everybody was just angst. I mean, you threw kids up against lockers and throwing people. You I mean, you know about that life. No. No, Mike Larkin, I do not know anything
1: about throwing kids up against lockers. What the hell kind of a person do you think I am, Mike
0: Larkin? Jesus Christ. No, I will not take my pants off. <laughs> no, I will not make out with you. Core Phil, more
1: like. More like, more Cor- like. <laughs> <laughs> Mike
0: Larkin, I never did that. Yeah, you did. You know you I did. I
1: never did.
0: No, <laughs> you, know you did. Me? You're laughing about it. Like, you know, you did. You're just throwing kids around. You know who I'm talking about. I didn't throw him in, literally into a locker. I threw him against
1: a locker. Let's get the fuck okay. out of here. Just get the fuck and, out of and, and, and my clock And Mike Larkin, can we be honest? Can we be yes. real? Like. Yeah, we'll be real. Yeah. It needed to be done. Oh, yeah. It needed, it needed to be. I only did it because it needed to be done. This kid was... He, he deserved it all the way. He needed to be put in a he needed to be put in his place. It, and uh, while that place probably was inside a locker, I did not have the heart to put him inside this. Like I know it sounds you're making me sound terrible right now, by the way. You realize this, right? But then, you know, oh he deserved it. I threw him against the locker. It's like Larkin, listen, you know who I'm talking about. I know. So you, you know, no, you know, I know, you know, I know who you're talking about. Yes. So you know that when I say he had it coming, you he know had he had it coming. He had it coming. Okay. Like I didn't do anything that you know wasn't out of line or anything. Okay. Like this was a two way situation here, Mike Larkin. Okay. Like, oh, I I'm not some. T- I'm not a bully, Mike Larkin. No. Okay, Mike. Why do they? Why do they cut the the bad words out of the rap videos, Mike Larkin? Okay.
0: That's fucking, That movie will always be the fucking shit for that life Why they gotta call the call, cuss words out of there? Now is everybody wanna talk. And they got something to say. Something was <laughs> actually forgot about it, Jerry. That is still one of the greatest movies. And that and then the whole thing is just like <laughs> the fucking movie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> when he's filming them having sex, it just it's funny as fuck.
1: Oh, yeah, And then they all get together and they kill him in the end. Yay! Yay! Yay. Uh yeah. oh, say the best you ever had. Say the best you ever had. The best you ever
0: had. <laughs> yeah, I told you he was kinky. Oh he was kinky fucking. Oh that movie. It's still yeah, class- that's what's weird. See, it's weird because like they like are like friends at first. And then, but they can't take it anymore. Oh, because yeah. the kid go to the freaking gay bar and he's up there dancing and shit. And then all of a sudden he's yeah. like, oh, he's my friend, you know what I'm saying? Oh, but, you know, we shouldn't have done this, but, you know, they get together and it's like, they're all friends. Everything's friendly. Then it's just like, I can't take this anymore. He's freaking, he's because somebody's got to put him in his place. We got to yeah. teach him a lesson. And then they fucking. Yeah.
1: See, see, like, like, you know, like that's kind of how it works. Like longer than, you know, but I don't kill people. I just push them up against lockers. You know, Mike Larkin, like, like that's how that works. And I, I find it very interesting that the first scene that you brought up was the gay bar scene. Like, It's just very interesting that you decided to bring that.
0: I hate you. <laughs> so, but no, that was the interesting part. And also, that's the thing about today's generation. It's like, you know, we when you say words and the verbiage, like, put the, put them in their place. We can't do that now. We got to try to yeah. find the root no, I of know. the problem.
1: Yeah, no, I, I know. I've been like, you know, this, even if
0: it's in self-defense, like, yeah, it's like oh god, what are you doing?
1: It's just there's it's just, just, just I every and people just want to just you know tr- treat everything with with kid gloves now, and it's just like stop it. How are we supposed to function as a society if we don't even know what we can say anymore, and we don't even know what's even acceptable anymore, and we don't even know what we're allowed to do anymore? And it's like. Uh, you know, you need to you need to give people a certain amount of leeway because people are not yeah no people are can be very terrible and, and racist and and fucking fucked up in the head and all that bullshit we know, but I don't think people are as bad they are as ill-meaning and are as racist or as you know homophobic or whatever as people think they are. I think for the most part. um People nowadays, anyway, are pretty tolerant, but there's this overprotectiveness of almost every race and every creed and every orientation or whatever. Like, and it's just.
0: Well, yeah, but the they, them, them, and the whole thing now, the them, they, them, and that whole shit that's going on now. We can't. I, and I, yeah,
1: I mean, you can't, you know, and heaven, heaven forbid anyone should say anything. You know, critical, or have anything you know, construct even constructive to say that that. If it makes anyone feel uncomfortable, then you need, you're not allowed to like talk anymore.
0: Well, it's basically. like well, it's like you can't put it bluntly. Like if I'm to tell somebody that they suck, or you know, you're not doing this right, you can do it better. It's like, oh God, you're criticizing me, you're out to get me. No, you want bluntness. I'm gonna give you bluntness. I have a New York attitude. We have New York <laughs> ad, fucking. I'm going to give it to you blunt. I'm going to give it to you straight. You suck. You know what I'm saying? And I don't mean to sound insensitive or mean, but you asked me what I think. I gave you what I think. So don't be pissing and moaning about it. You know what I'm saying? They do better. Yeah. I'm saying, let it motivate you, but we don't do that anymore. Cause we have to fucking go yeah. cross the corner. And the other issue that we have, like I, I said this to my buddy, Chris the other day, and I said, look at the thong song back in 2000, right? When Cisco came out, we love the thong song, right? Fucking, if that came out now, Oh, God, it would be a whirlwind, because we should not be betraying women like this with that thong, the thong, 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 and all this stuff. We would have an uproar about the fucking thong song.
1: And he, he's sitting on the toilet, and the, and the kid comes in, and he goes, Daddy, Daddy what, what are, are these? What are these? And he gives up, like, a look, god, like, like, do the look. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even that.
0: He does that, and then he just turns. <laughs> Oh, that girl's those And you know, another minute can handle this. <laughs> the name of the album was Unleash the Dragon. We know what dragon he's looking to unleash there, man. Oh, yeah.
1: You got, uh, got like Kevin Little and his Python, right? Mike Larkin?
0: Yes, Aztec Warrior. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, you know, but oh, no, that's, that's the thing with today's society, unfortunately, man. It's just people are just the way they are. We have to watch what we say. We can't be canceled. We have to, you know, keep it keep it straightforward and politically correct. And mind you, I, I understand if you get offended over something, but you can't get offended over everything. Every little thing you can't get offended over. And and like, you know, like, it's just...
1: That you, if, if you're offended by something, mm-hmm. it means that someone made you reflect on you and look at yourself and look at your behavior. That's usually what it is. When someone says they're offended, it's because someone, for... Whatever re for in whatever way, for what you know, whatever reason made them feel uncomfortable because they had to analyze their own behavior and their own selves and question their own decisions. And um people don't like to do that, Mike Logan. People don't like to do that at all. They don't want to look at their own lies and, and analyze their own behavior, they want to look at everybody else, but when it comes to ourselves, uh, we don't really like to do a lot of self-examination, No, uh, which is that's and that's where that whole mentality comes. And that's why people are always getting offended, because they don't want to examine themselves. They don't want to look at their own. You know, you're situations.
0: right. And I look at it from a comparison of like, we're in our 30s now, so I'm like, we're at the age where. I don't re- personally, to be honest with you, we all want that LOA, as I like to call it, the level of acceptance. But as I've gotten to 30, I don't give a fuck anymore. If you like me, you like me. Cool. Yes. You, you, have yeah. to, you have to look at it like that. Because, again, I, I'm the I, you know me. I'm the nicest guy. Have I gone down a bad road before? Absolutely. Have I done bad things in my life? Absolutely. Same with we you. All, we all have. We no, all have. I have, have, I have too. Right. We're human. We've all gone through our trials and tribulations, but if we better ourselves and once we get to our 30s and then we see this generation coming up and they think of us of a certain way or anybody in general, when you get to your 30s, you don't give a fuck. You're just like, all right, this person doesn't like me. You know why? Because I like me and we move onward and upward. That's what you have to do. You'll find that once you hit a certain age and I found it to be 30 or 31, you're going to find the way where it's just like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care what people think. I'm going to hang out who I want to. I'm going to do what I want to and let it be. You're gonna find yeah. that so yeah.
1: fun. Amen. Yeah. Amen. I, I think I, I think I figured that out around 28 or 29.
0: Yeah, I was I was a little bit like around that time too. I'm gonna to say yeah. I was more 27, 28. Yeah, you're right.
1: Yeah, it's around it's around the you know late twenties, around that age that
0: uh you just start to realize that you stop giving a fuck and the world is bullshit.
1: Well, you, you know what it is? You know what? Well, Fiona you know Apple is right. Yeah. Well, you know what it is though? You start to well, the smart people anyway. start to take stock and inventory of their lives and they do a lot of introspection and a lot of retrospection as you know i've been doing a lot lately i i made some uh a lot of revelations of my own and made a lot of really special connections from my past through that and and it's been very very rewarding for me and um you know, you just start to re- when when you do that, you start to realize the things in, in life that you really care about. And once you figure out, Michael, Larkin, what you do care about, you start to realize that, oh, my God, there is so much other shit that I do not give a cr- most other stuff I do not give a fuck
0: about. Yep. I've been at the- all. Yep. I'm starting to realize that, too, because, again, being myself, who I am for the past 30 years, once you start like, you know, Again, I like to please people. I've, I've noticed I'd I've like to please people. I like to do this and that. But the problem is looking at myself and my reflections as well. I was just, you know, just stuck. You know what I'm saying? And I cared too much as opposed to, you know, not. And I've had that self-revelation where it's just like, man, I can't keep myself in situations where I don't enjoy it or I'm not happy. Why do I suffocate myself with this, all this toxicity and negativity Why don't I go find something that I do that I love that's positive like this or do spend more time with my family or do this, do what I love. I can't be sitting in a place of toxicity and negativity because it's going to consume you and some bad shit's going to happen for you and you're going to act out. You know what I'm saying? We have to be aware of our surroundings and surround ourselves with what we like and who we like, what we love and who we are and surround ourselves with a lot of positivity. I mean, we mentioned that earlier positivity, but the fucking surroundings are the best part about it, man. Like you can't be in a toxic situation, whether it be friendships or what have you shit, you have to learn. It's okay to cut ties or people, you know, outgrow each other or what have you. That's not a bad thing. You can't be angry about that. Sometimes it happens. Life happens.
1: And, and, and just think about, think about this, like, It's literally impossible for everyone that you come across or that knows you is going to like you. No, absolutely not. You are never going to make everyone happy. It's literally impossible. Impossible. So the only person at the end of the day who you should be worried about making happy is you, Mm -hmm. nobody else. And I'm not saying that in like a selfish way. Um, definitely worry still about other people's happiness too the people that you care about that you know that you care about yeah. that should be important to you too um but in order for you to help them and enrich their lives, you first need to have all of your shit in order and be in a reasonably happy place uh-huh. before you can start tending to other people, whether it's your family or your friends or or whatever, you you need to be in a good place and a good centered place more than anything first. And then you can worry about everybody else. But your you start to realize that your happiness is well, so paramount to
0: your well being. And that's the thing too. Like I always say this. I can as I always say, you know, you can count your friends on one hand. And number one for me is this dude right here. This dude <laughs> Is my number one my ride or die here? And I have obviously I have family, but this dude is at the number one on the list. I can count him on my own hands in my close inner yeah. circle. You've already uh, called me number
1: one like five times today. I and mean, every time you well, hold yeah. you, you that finger, I'll be like, Oh, you're number one, number I one. I was I'm giving you
0: that MU, you son of a bitch. But no, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I'll sleep on my fucking couch and make you go watch grown-ups again. How about that?
1: Yeah, like you did that on purpose, uh, You look,
0: fell asleep. Look at him know, trying man.
1: to he's trying to spin him falling asleep in the middle of the day, missing a a movie theater thing that we had going to his credit. He's trying to spin it to his credit. Look
0: at me, I'm sleeping right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sleeping. <laughs> I'm sleeping right now. Look how
1: like you have some, you have a Mike Logan. You're growing a pair. I love this. You actually trying to spin, you falling asleep and flat leaving me to your credit. Like Absolutely. you did something amazing and good.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Kiss yourself for me, Philip Michael Thomas. <laughs> Kiss yourself. <laughs> yeah, you know, your grandma loved Philip Michael Thomas. Uh, God right. rest I God her, soul. her soul. Hi, I'm <laughs> Philip Michael Thomas. You he got her to say one of her favorite words, huh, Mike Larkin? How about you stop it? <laughs> Hi, I'm Philip Michael Thomas. No. <laughs> but no, that was that was still bad. I, I dude, I still the fact that you brought that up, that you have <laughs> the fact that you brought up our co- the conversation of freaking us having this on Facebook, where it was just like, Mike Larkin, what happened, man? I'm not gonna lie. I'm still a little angry about that, but it's okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Because we had this whole... Like, you were mad at me for, like, I don't know how many days. But you're like, it's okay, though. You know what I'm You're like, I don't know how... Long I'm, I'm okay, though. I'm okay, though. But no, you were mad for, like, a little bit. She's like, Mike Larkin, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little mad right now, Mike Larkin. You know what I'm saying? You were not happy. Because you and your sister got to see Grown Ups, and I didn't get to see that that lovely movie. And Paige... Is- look, it wasn't because I didn't get to see... It wasn't because I, see- I didn't get to see that other movie, and I had to see grownups.
1: It was, you about it that? was because... Mike Larkin, It was because you didn't show
0: up, Mike Larkin. I didn't care less about the fucking movie. You might want to see Grown Ups. It's okay. You have another appreciation for oh, Kevin James. <laughs> it was so
1: terrible. like, <laughs> how does he keep getting employed? <laughs> because, because people love Kevin James, man. People love them. Oh <laughs> you hate people. So- people love some some crazy stuff. Like there are people. Some people love you know sticking light bulbs
0: up their asses it doesn't mean
1: that you know uh... on the next episode of jackass
0: yes (laughs) (laughs) speaking of what's funny is that you and i have talked about this as well from that mtv time period they do have on youtube the full episode of mtv true life i'm a backyard wrestler you know you know we've just we've had it you know we've had some good shows and depending on what we've had you know that's not too bad a couple broken ankles whoa 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 A couple of broken like ankles. Broken ankles, like, like you're okay with that? Like, they, they, you just, you, you don't think they,
1: they uh, need to go to the hospital? For no, the that? hospital, just it's no. like, uh, shouldn't you be uh calling ambulance for that? Like, uh just a couple of broken ankles, not huh? nothing. no That's okay.
0: It's okay. Fucking put some crazy glue on it. You know what I'm saying? Fucking crazy glue your wounds. Fuck. Oh god. The.
1: Uh. I mean, it's not like it's not like you know if they beat each other brains in, they're gonna like lose anything.
0: No, and I hate to say that, but freaking the cosmic smasher, you know, I I do this for her. I do this for her. Thanks. A, a bun, A.K.A. Baby Spice, and then he- we we love Baby Spice, by the I way. Love I love. We her.
1: love Baby Spice, but he's got like a cutout magazine picture of her thumbtacked to his code. Wood, his wood panel wall. Oh my god, that is it's just so—it's just so cringe.
0: And he's like, like "I have to get her so I can meet Emma Button," and I'm like, "Okay, you do, you buddy." But yeah, no, Mike it, Larkin, I do
1: not want to go over that room with the black light. That's all I'm going to say because that thing probably would glow like the heavens, Mike Larkin. Oh my god, well,
0: that's not,
1: do not, nice. not want to go over that room with the black
0: light. That is like the fucking Room Raiders on MTV back in the mid-2000s with the fucking spy kit and how they would get dates by kids.
1: Yeah! And
0: they would sit in the car and watch on that old-ass giant laptop. Hi, guys. My name is So-and-so and you're on Room Raiders. And they're fucking gets guys, guys, three guys or three girls, and they're getting dates based on how their rooms are. That was MTV back in mid-2000s. This was also the same year Pit My Ride. So, you know, you've got to... Uh-huh.
1: That's a weird concept, Mike Larkin. Like you're gonna the first interaction you have with a person is like literally going through their stuff.
0: Let me get this like, for this one. You gotta hide the porn.
1: Yep. I mean, that, not even that. Like it's it's that's just creepy, Mike Larkin. Like <laughs> that is just really creepy. Like going through someone's stuff to get to know them. Like,
0: that's the kind of shit that like stalkers do. Well, that's the problem at the end, too. You brought up another great point. Because after they would go through the person's room, they'd be like, what I liked about their room was, I think it's really cool that he has that poster right there because I love Janet Jackson. And I really like the fact that he has this on his desk. He has a book. That means that he's smart and he's very intuitive and he's very intelligent. And I really, really, really think he's cool. And that that would have that whole dichotomy afterwards. So, yeah.
1: I mean, that's just weird. It's weird. It's but it was weird. It was weird they were weird looking that guy's balls
0: weird looking hi uh yeah yeah sure it's no problem oh well I really am sorry uh, would you would you like to go get some coffee sometime sure I like that crosses it out with the chapstick
1: yeah <laughs> 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 Yeah, I'm glad I called that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Um,
0: but yeah, no, that fucking that show was creepy. No, what was even worse about Pimp My Rye is that I remember that they had a video game. And it's probably, I'll say this to anybody, it's probably one of the boringest video games in the history of video games. It's just you collect all these coins and then you go to this person's ride, you pimp it, then you get to go into Pimp City as it is the storyline and you get to do like breakdancing and fucking doing moves with your car. Oh, It's horrible. It, it's fucking-
1: Okay, 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 question. Question. Yes. Is it worse than 50 cent blood on the sand?
0: Oh my God, you're going to do this <laughs> to me. Okay. Um, <laughs> all right. If I had to pick, what would I rather do? Whether I, I rather pimp rides and do like cool dance moves and cool tricks with the car as I'm going on my way to pimp that person's ride and like put accessories in their van and shit, or would I play that? I'll take pimp my ride. Wow. I, yeah. I, wow. I do. I take pimp my ride all day, every day.
1: Okay. Okay. Blood on the sand. Yes. Or. Yes. So calm. You want to go home and play SoCal. You want to go home and play SoCal? Now, now there is a great high school memory because that we looked, me and you, looked at gave, like just just connected and just gave each other that look with like. Is he really fucking saying he wants to go home and play
0: SOCOM right now? Not like Call of Duty or anything of that mix. Or matter.
1: GTA. Like, come on. Yes. What teenage boy doesn't fucking love GTA? Like, of all the games in, in the entire the world that have ever been created. You want to like, go
0: home and play SOCOM?
1: Like, goddamn, like, if he said Custer's
0: Revenge, I would be, like, more like, okay. Like, then freaking SOCOM. <laughs> Give me, like, a fucking Vice City, San Andreas, like, anything than that. <laughs> like, SOCOM? Like, what? But, yeah. Like, dude,
1: Pong! Go play oh. Pong instead oh. of freaking SOCOM! Like, come on!
0: Go on your freaking PS1 and play the Namco series with fucking, you know, all those freaking things And the... Oh, God, it was just so bad. Yeah. Well, see, then, like, we, we we were saying this is in high school.
1: What a great resource to remember that is by the way. Um, but we're in high school... And now, and then, like a couple years later, like the kids start getting into this this Minecraft shit. Yes, which looks like they make it like intentionally look bad. So now it's like uh, it, I, that 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 began like the the it was like the start of like me getting older because it was like one of the first times I started to say, "Does oh, well, it doesn't make sense to me anymore?" Yep, I've had no, my clock and like that's when that's when I started to be like, "Oh, oh." Oh, oh crap! I don't I don't know. I don't understand the appeal of this. I'm losing my grip. I'm losing my touch. I don't touch. get it. I'm coming, Elizabeth.
0: I'm, Elizabeth, I'm coming. <laughs> but no, that's the thing too. Like, I can't. I can't take nowadays. Like TikTok. Like again, I have it for LFC, but I don't get it. I think it's the dumbest shit ever. You know what I'm saying? Just like scroll. We
1: had this conversation stay off of TikTok, Mike Larkin. I'm just paying. Oh, I
0: know. Well, first of all, your sister has a TikTok, and the fact that I got to see you and your many different
1: why, sh- why, 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 why does why do you have to bring that up, Mike? Because Larkin? it
0: was great. And she got you while you were working out wearing your t-shirts, and it's amazing. Wait, that was a TikTok? Yes, that was on TikTok.
1: Crap, I'm on TikTok, Mike Larkin. Yes. Me and my incredibly awesome kick-ass graphic tees are on TikTok right now.
0: That's your sister. Oh. Hi, Jackie. Hi, Kyla. <laughs> no, no,
1: no, no. no, no, no,
0: no, no. Your sister's own. Um, all- yeah, that was. That she put that on TikTok. If you guys wanna go I'll put the link in there so everybody can go see. Of
1: course he will. Yeah. If you wanna get spied on by the Chinese, then go oh, ahead and
0: go right over to TikTok and you're gonna do that. Okay. But you know
1: what though? It's worth it because my t shirts do kick ass, so you know, it's worth having, you know, some guy in China track all the activity.
0: Here, my brother. You have know. the same shirt I had that you were wearing. You were wearing a Boobies Make Me Smile shirt. I have a Boobies Make Me Smile shirt. This Mike is... Luggan, that's so crazy. I've had mine for
1: nine years. How long
0: have you had yours? About seven. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> I can watch it. Mike Luggan, I got that like three months ago.
0: <laughs> wow. Okay. Whatever. I've had it longer than you. But still, it's... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Mike. Logan whatever it's a fucking great shirt it's a boobies make me smile i got it i got it it has a smiley face on it and it's fucking great okay people will say what it is it's funny i actually remember when i was going to the post office one time and a woman looked at that t-shirt because i wore it out and she looked at me and i thought she literally wanted to like punch me in the face because she was looking at me like and then she just pointed smiled. she's like that's a funny t-shirt and i'm like you could just say that's a funny T-shirt. I don't know why you had to look at me like you wanted to punch me in the face, but okay. Well, my lord, and you kind of bring that reaction out? And everybody, my lord, is just a natural reaction when people see you. Just be like, oh my
1: god! It's like you know, it's like when people see Frankenstein, they want to like get pitchforks and throw them off. You have like a Frankenstein effect thing going on, my pocket. Yes, you know what I'm saying, dog? Like, of course, that's me. Just everybody wants. To- <laughs> no I'm kidding. You know, I got, I got a story for you. I got a story for you. Ready? Did I tell you about this yet? then? y'all you're, you're, you're ready for this? I'm ready, ready for, for this. Me? Prepare for total domination, domination, domination. Hit me. Oh, uh, I, I would if I could, Mike <laughs> I would. <if> I could. <laughs> um. So over the summer, I went to a outdoor concert with my
0: parents. Yes.
1: Who are who are boomers and uh, are now uh, retirement age. Yes. Um, and, uh, so, but, you know, I like a lot of that, a lot of their music, not all, you know, a lot of their music. Um, and, I uh, went to see, uh, Glenn Tilbrook from Squeeze. Okay. It's playing out East on Long Island at one of the uh, breweries. And so think it's a, it's an outdoor kind of crowd of about 200 people and it's all 45 to like 65 year olds, seven year olds, you know, in my, in my, you know, parents age range so i wore my blm shirt mike larkin
0: oh my god okay
1: (laughs) now my blm shirt it's black and it says blm in white lettering but also it does not mean black lives matter mike larkin
0: okay what does the blm stand for bang local milfs mike larkin okay you see i'm already applauding that Bravo! Well played, sir. Yes. Mike
1: Larkin, first of all, my parents were horrified. <laughs> night?
0: Oh, what did they say? What did they say? <laughs> I
1: can't believe you wore that shirt out. I cannot believe that you wore that shirt. It like sitting at the ice cream place afterwards, and they're like, I still can't believe you wore that shirt. I'm like, I can't believe it. you walked out of the house with that shirt. I'm like, yep. Yep, I'm going <laughs> to wear it. Yeah. Larkin, you should have seen some of the looks I was getting. From the husbands, Mike Larkin. (laughs) There there are a few things more gratifying than striking fear in the eyes of a middle-aged man. I saw real fear from grown men. From me wearing this shirt. A younger kid saying he wants to bang their wives. Like, that's power, Mike Larkin, okay? When I wear that shirt and I go in public, I have power. Because... I made grown men scared, okay? I'm like legitimately scared. like I saw legitimate fear in men's eyes. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> All right, you got me. That's an awesome nickname. But yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> they're
1: they're going to call Dale dad now. I've been gone for three hours. <laughs> I've been gone for three hours. Get it, fire me from the tape you cruelly crudely your face on the line. <laughs> hey, Ricky. <laughs> hey, Ricky, how's it going? Well, thanks for talking about what I'm talking about. This is my house. <laughs> oh, shit. Hey, man, how'd they get the TV and the radio on at the same time?
0: Why do you want to have the TV and the radio on at the same time? Because I, Cause like, I like to party,
1: <laughs> man. Why am I still talking to, you? Don't the- not talking to
0: you? All right, man. Talk to you tomorrow. All right, man. All right, talk. man. talk to you tomorrow. <laughs> that is literally our friendship in a nutshell. <laughs> like he'll talk to me exactly. I've had the moments where you talk to me at two thirty in the morning. Like we'll have our talks, and I just and the point where I have to slip in. Man, it's two thirty in the morning. <laughs> I'm trying to see. Come on, it's 2 30 in the morning. <laughs> oh that is our that is our friendship in a in a nutshell. You are the Dale to my Ricky. I will be. I will take that. You know what I'm saying? Abracadabra, Holmes. <laughs> Magic. Now you don't. Now, now you see us? Now you don't. <laughs> it's great. And the best part <laughs> is Dude, she got turned on by that when he goes abracadabra homes and he fucking like slits him. You know what I'm saying? Gives a little pop. You know what I'm saying? But she just looks at him like, I love <laughs> <it."> <laughs> Hey, driver, drive these. Please be 18. Let's go get kicked out of an Applebee's. Why you want to go get kicked out of an Applebee's? I can't go to, first of all, there's no Applebee's now here in Myrtle Beach. Like, really, there's none anymore. They fucking, it got right, it was out of business here because it wasn't doing well. So now there's a bank here, and there's only one. How
1: is that possible that an Applebee's doesn't do well?
0: I don't know, depending on whatever restaurants was around, but there's no Applebee's in Was it
1: because Beach. of the Chili's? I know there's a Chili's around
0: there. Yes, it might have been the Chili's. It might have been one of those. But yeah, no more Applebee's. It's now a bank over there. Come here, little baby. Get in my belly.
1: <laughs> Come here, I wanna eat ya.
0: I went on the subway diet like Jerry.
1: <laughs> I
0: lost three hundred pounds. What but of my my neck looks like what? a vagina. Oh, but yeah, no, so there's no Applebee's until like That's you how know.
1: you know what one looks like, right, Mike Largen? Shut
0: up. So <laughs> So there's no Applebee's unless to, like fucking North Myrtle Beach or any other place. Like there's hardly any Applebee's around here anymore. Like you have to go like out of town and it sucks because I love Applebee's. And anytime I go into Applebee's, I just think, why don't we go somewhere? We- Let's go out tonight. Let's go have a gourmet meal. <laughs> I think you meant to put the onions on my damn <laughs> Apple B <has rats. laughs> oh my rats. At the best, he's like, I hate to be a pain. But I specifically asked for no onions on the salad. Sorry, sir. Don't interrupt me. I think you're about to put the onions on my salad. Gary Coleman. No, Gary
1: Coleman.
0: Coleman. Or Gary Coleman. What about? What are you- <laughs> Gary Coleman. Oh, God. And I also think back to your favorite, WCW. There's a little different strokes for you, fucking Jeff Jarrett. What are you looking at, Slapnuts? <laughs> oh
1: my god, that's one of my favorites. Like, fucking
0: and he's him still and Beetlejuice. And he's still wrestling at 53. And he's on fucking TV still. That freaking man. Oh. Slapnuts is now on AEW on TNT now. Oh fucking slapnuts. Anyway, Jeff Jared aside, that is still, even though it was a terrible time period, that was still one of the best moments in WCW. What are you looking at, Slapnuts? He just
1: hit Beetlejuice. <laughs> He, you, because he like goes to walk away and then he comes back on the...
0: fucking El Kabong right to Beetlejuice with the guitar. <laughs> Poor fucking Beetlejuice.
1: Oh, I love it. That's a great. That's a great clip. It is. That is a, that is a great,
0: great it clip. I love, I love that clip. That documentary is coming out next week too, which is going to be interesting. The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon on Vice. That's going to be an interesting documentary.
1: Oh boy, yeah yeah he, uh, he could still be in a little trouble I'm
0: like he could oh, still absolutely. uh absolutely man oh boy he's oh boy well that's the thing about it too now I mean now that Triple H is in charge it is it's it's got a lot of stuff to um you know it's got a lot of growing pain still but you know it's a tolerable product than when the old man was there so yeah I mean yeah. I'm okay But I mean, with everything that's going on now with the Vince McMahon, it's going to be very interesting to see. But yeah, no, he well, he did it to himself. The problem is, a lot of them knew it for years, but you know, you didn't want to say anything, especially the girls, because they wanted to keep their jobs. So I mean, it is what it was also. It was a different time too back then, like with what we see now. And I always make this reference. If people nowadays who are wrestling fans and you would watch a wrestling show or any show in particular and you'd see Girls Gone Wild commercials, and if you saw that now, oh, everybody would be an uproar, like we talk about with Cisco and the Thong song. Now, mind yeah.
1: you,
0: mind you, Joe Francis is a piece of fucking shit. he's a scumbag.
1: He's just he's a scumbag, like on like, like
0: can we be real, like unequivocally,
1: he's fucking a scumbag. scumbag, bro. He's a but like, but like, when we were in high school, like, like, oh, those. Oh, we got to get those videos. Oh, right. My blogger, like, oh, like every time that was commercial, I'd be like, oh, well, Girls Gone Wild. It's so cool. And now it's like,
0: you ooh. fucking ugh. No, you're right. Because when I was in high school, that fucking, yeah, that was 07. They played those a lot. So like that was yeah, pro- late 2000s, you know, early, early 2010s, early two- maybe. Like you, yeah, wanted- was- you wanted to see it. But yeah, then now it's just like you look back in it and it's fucking dirty. You feel dirty. It's, it's
1: cr- yeah it's growing it's a cringy it's a cringeworthy you know right like
0: well those commercials were also very um cheesy and corny even though it was just like lift up your top and go woo that was the premise of the commercial lift up your yeah top but
1: like the whole yeah but, but the whole thing is like they're, bar- they're barely legal girls like yes. some maybe not
0: even like some are like fucking 16 17 year old girls not yeah, even it's, it's just it's very very skeevy now it gives you the skeeds man Gives you the, yeah. but no that that was like a different time period than what we have now and it's funny like everybody brings up that old boy lebron james was at a friggin raw and he had a flip phone and everybody's like oh remember the flip phones yeah because that was my first cell phone my first cell phone when i was <laughs> when i was in middle school was a flip phone and you we talked about this you your the-
1: parents were cool they gave you one in middle <laughs> school see i didn't even get one till high school wow and i don't even think i got one till my senior year are you serious because, uh, you know, after you know missing the bus a couple, you know, twenty times, going home and having to go to the office and call my parents, uh, I made enough of us think about it and was like, you know, I think I'm old enough to handle a cell phone now. I think you really need to give me a cell phone because, uh, things ha- things are gonna happen and uh, I might need it. And uh, those those very nice ladies in the in the main office are only gonna tolerate me for so long. <laughs> um because I got I told you stories like I I had to
0: walk home from school yep like a couple times like literally like across town all right hold on we got to bring this up so where he used to live compared to where I used to live so in high school around that time like 07 I was still living in Isles Terrace so I was right around the corner from the school then once we got to you know, later on in my high school tenure, I lived in East Island, which is still of a walk, but it's not as bad as walk as he was because he had to walk all the way around. Here's yeah, here's how it works: the the schools are all tucked
1: away, as as you know, Mike Larkin, in like their own little corner of the town. They're like pretty isolated compared to the rest of the town, which is like yes. really yes. weird compared to most other towns. But they're like nestled away in like the northeast corner of town, yep. and I lived all the way on like the south side of town toward like the south shore. Hey, me on so. The- i had to walk all the way south from the most north side of town to almost the most to the most south side of town huh? which is like you know I, I don't know how many miles it's it's more than 2 miles
0: it's not 100 miles cuz then it's... you would walk 500 more da 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 Yes, but, you know, so you had a long walk, man. You... So I would do
1: that. I do that twice because my dad wouldn't, he wouldn't pick me up because he was still at work and he was like, I'm not even work to pick you up. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, dad. All right. Um, That's fine. I'll walk. You you do you. I guess I'll walk. Um, and then, you yeah, know, there are other times where like, well, because, you know, also when I was in, there was this issue too, because when I was in 10th grade, uh, this happened because the budget failed. This happened on the grade. The budget failed. And there was no late buses.
0: Yes, I remember that. You're right. No, you're right.
1: And that was why I had to walk home. There were no late buses that year. And then, like, even when there were late buses, they would only come like maybe once an hour. And you know, I I gotta go home and and you know, do what I gotta do at home. I can't be waiting around school for another hour. Right. You know, I mean, I'm better off just you know, I could I could get at least halfway home in an hour, and then. You spend on how how long you would on the bus anyway, so it would be end up being almost the same amount of time driving on the late bus as you would walk at home. So,
0: but anyway, so long
1: story short, I got a cell phone my senior year in high school.
0: Okay, so I remember the when I first got it. So my dad, we were just like it was my seventh. It was either seventh or eighth grade. I'm gonna say eh, seventh. Okay, so yeah, seventh grade. Remember having that? Loved the flip phone. Just you know, normal stuff. But yeah, my parents are just like, hey. I think you're cool to have a cell phone, and my dad bought me a cell phone, and then boom, you know what I'm saying?
1: So, what what one was? It? Was yours a, a Nokia? I think mine was the Motorola. I had a Motorola too, Michael yeah, Argin. Okay. okay, I also had a Motorola flip phone, and I remember like remember how like how long it used to take to like text someone because you had to cycle through each letter on the the number pad. Yes, there, there was is. no there was no keyboard.
0: Yeah, youngins before so, you had to cycle. Yeah. Or what we have now absolutely we had such a pain with those flip phones back in the day
1: my looking like is it's actually kind of like crazy how how much things have already changed since we left high school like it doesn't even feel like it was that long but first of all it was more than a decade and second of all technology has come a really long way since 2009 2010 yes, it has. I mean as 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 crazy as that is to think about like that's the truth. Like a lot has changed, um, you know, in just a short amount of time or seemingly short amount of time since we've been out of high school, you yeah. know, I mean, that's the, when you really think about how, how, how much things have, I mean, look at what we're doing now. Like, we're going to like, we couldn't do something like this then.
0: Well, we didn't have Zoom <laughs> and Skype. And yeah. Everything.
1: We didn't, that's we it. didn't have this type of technology like, then. Like no. we didn't have, you know, you couldn't do it's this good. nearly as easily. You could do it. I mean people did podcasts back then, but you know, you, like needed a, you needed you need a lot more stuff and a lot more it was a lot more complicated than it is now. It's much more simple now. You need to go
0: it was a whole thing back then. Well yeah, nowadays with how you record shows you have Zoom and some people still use Skype, even though Skype sucks. And I'll say that. I've used it a couple of times, but mostly I use this now because fucking Zoom is the shit. You can use Zencaster, which is sort of like this, but you just send a link and then boom, you could start the show. But yeah, there's a lot of different ways to use platforms to do audios and record. Now, back in the day, like we, you fucking remember our setup. We just had the fucking, we had Sonar Lee. We had like that mic I used to have <laughs> and it was, it was fine. Yeah.
1: yeah. Was- and I mean, even that was 2015. Yeah. And it's, and, 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 yeah, I was, I was already out of high school for six years. Like. Which even then is that sounds crazy to me. Like, like it doesn't sound like it was that long of a time. But six years is a long time. Around
0: that time, you yeah. know.
1: I I, I think I, I, you know it's just it's crazy now how like time seems like it's like going so much faster now. Now that we're older, like, you know what I mean. Like, doesn't it feel that way now? Like, like it, it doesn't. Like, I feel like like January first was like yesterday. Like, Larkin. like that's how I feel. Like, it does not. I mean, yeah, obviously, a lot of things have happened since then but it really doesn't like a year doesn't feel the way a year
0: used to feel. No, like this year really, really went quick. It really, it really did, you know, but that's the thing, man, we all get older, we all get wiser and we all just, you know, we all go with the times. And I got to say this because it is Christmas and because we've had this discussion, but I love it every time. Cause I think of you fucking, our schools never goddamn closed for snow days or nothing. And the fact that your mom almost got into an accident, much like my mom did, and I almost fell going into the school, but I caught myself. Like that our school district never ever closed, hardly ever, 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 ever. Due to friggin' Nothing. They friggin' nothing. We have to walk into like a foot of snow. Nothing. Nothing. I'm sorry, Mr. Axon. But nothing. Like like Mike Larkin, like,
1: like we would like be like watching the news like in the morning yep. and every literally every other school in the area would be closed yep but not us oh no not at all not us though we would be, we would be waiting oh you know you'd go back in. you know again back in the day you know you had to actually watch the news or listen to the radio to, to get the school closings or maybe not they need you go call but usually happening. you'd be on like the radio or on the news and you like psych- the bottom ticker would have all the school closings and you'd they'd be in alphabetical order and then you'd wait and then you'd wait for d and then e and then e- ea would come up and, and it'll you- be like you know ea yeah. ea g you know and then it'd get to the east they would get to east and then you'd be like you know east you know hampton east you know all the east towns and then it would cycle right by east i was like it was nothing and it'd be like Motherfucker, we have to
0: fucking go to school in this shit. This right. is like
1: fucking. Horses. That's what they
0: would do. They would either say open, or if they wouldn't say nothing, because it's like, okay, yeah, we're gonna have to go to school, which fucking pissed me off. And I, or they do they even do the delays? Like, do they even do the delays? Like maybe like an hour delay or two hour delay, or was it mostly uh, just open?
1: I remember there were maybe a couple of delays. I don't remember a whole
0: lot though. Nah, yeah, I just remember it They just- were
1: very stingy with any type of snow time. They were extremely stingy. They never wanted like, they never to the point and like Mike Larkin was saying to the point where it was putting lives in danger. Yep. Like me and my mom nearly died twice skidding on black ice, nearly crashing the car into you know, a ditch or a tree or the- someone's house. Like, you know, like see, it, like people's lives were at stake, and they just that administration that was in charge, um, didn't really seem to
0: care. Well, they didn't want us to have, you know, to have school in the summer and derp and derp. And I'm like, no, like it's okay. It's you could close. I got it. It
1: was like so disgusting. It was ridiculous.
0: They tried to take
1: away. Our summer, our sacred t- anyone, anyone who willingly assigns children any type of
0: work to do over this... No, I'm serious, is a terrible person and should not be involved in education. Well, it pissed me off because we we would read the damn books and then you come back and they don't even talk about the goddamn book. <laughs> they didn't even just like just read the book over the summer. You know, we'll talk about it when we get there. No, you didn't. You just wanted us to read over the summer. You
1: know what it boiled down to? You know what it boiled down to when I came back? You know the next fall. Oh, so did you do the re- if you know? Did you do the reading assignment?
0: Oh, you did. Cool, All right, cool. That cool. was it. exactly so what I had. It was like, oh, here's read the book, do the fucking worksheet. Oh, did you do it? Cool. So, so I wasted my summer for nothing,
1: is what yep. you're saying.
0: Yep, because they made us do that summer reading for ninth, tenth, eleventh grade, and yeah, it was bad.
1: Oh, I didn't. I don't. Did I have to do it for those grades too? I don't even remember. I remember being very, very upset. Well, yeah. I remember being very, very upset. And it said because English ended up becoming my favorite subject. yeah. And I still I still had no patience for
0: that. No, oh,
1: me at either. all. Me either. I'm just, I'm sorry. I'm not about that. You're not, I how dare you try to take away my summer.
0: Fucking having to read James Patterson's When the Wind Blows and King Dork and all this and, shit. And
1: let's be, let's be, let's be, let's clarify something right now, Mike Larkin. It's not the teachers completely. No, 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 it's no. It's not the teachers' fault. They have to teach uh, the curriculum. A curriculum that's decided by the state and by the school district. It's not so much them. They're just trying to do their job. Yes. The problem is the people up top that are making horrible, horrible decisions.
0: That want us to read over the fucking summer.
1: That just get I guess they just get joy out of children's suffering, I guess. I guess their their tears sustain them or something. I don't know. I I, I don't know
0: my thoughts, but... I used to dread that. Actually, it's funny, my mom used to freaking be like that with me too, because she's like, You gotta read this over the summer. I'm like, Yeah, we gotta fucking read this. My mom hated it too, just and, and... she yeah,
1: yeah, no, my lord, I know exactly what you're saying, and you know what, my Cloggan, it was actually very negative for me because it kind of, first of all, you know, my my parents were not the type to just let that stuff slide, I and mean, they will not expect me to do my assignments, yeah. and it began, it kind of reinforced this thing that I already had going that work had to be a chore,
0: huh?
1: because like I didn't want to do that's not what I wanted to do all this summer. You were forcing me to do this, and it's like where, where is the incentive? How are you proving to me that there's some kind of incentive there? There was never any real well-established incentive for me to want to do that work. You're wasting my summer. Give me a good reason why I should do this. They never did that. They never even tried to do that. You're right. um, it took me, and, and, and that was kind of how I got, you know, reinforced into the mindset I already had was that, Oh, if it's work, then it's a chore and it can't be fun and education should always be painful and i thought that way for many years until 11th grade and then you know i i, I finally found a teacher that began to to change all that and change my perspective
0: and um i am so much better for it absolutely you know, we all have teachers like that i had a lot of teachers like that probably for me uh i have to probably say once i got to like 8th grade ninth grade. Well, first of all, I say this, you know I love my Italian teacher. That was one of my favorite classes cuz I love me my Italian teacher. And I'm going to say this, Miss nope. Girl: I love you to death. You know what I'm saying? Voluptuosity factor. Oh, are we
1: giving shout-outs on the
0: air now, Mike Larkin? Any strength and dominance, baby. But yeah, no, that's the uh, that's that's the whole shebang. Watch me do my thing, watch me do my thing. But <laughs> that's the whole thing. But no, we did that was the problem. Mike Larkin, you know? I can't do shout-outs cuz there's too
1: many of them to do. If I do one, I got to do like Five of them, them. yeah, and I just, I just, but you know, I
0: know, you you know,
1: you know who the most, the most special one is, and and I know, and I think she knows too. It's
0: all love love on this podcast. It is
1: all love. It is all love. And I'll just say
0: that, uh, I've uh, I was very lucky in many ways. My it's all the love for. Well, no, you're true, right? I mean, we all have our special teachers that we enjoy and that we love (laughs) them. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> that we really should. miss Carpenito. No, not like
1: that, Mike Larkin. No,
0: no, no. That, miss Carpenita and her friggin' flower tattoo that I love so much. Mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. not talking about
1: that though, Mike Larkin. I'm not talking about the
0: teachers. I... About I'm just doing this just to annoy you. <clears throat> so you know, it's just one of. The... I just also want to do. No, my this. my Larkin is the same thing. I know. In my case. I know. Unfortunately.
1: I know, man. It's okay. You you are making me squirm right now, aren't you? You're loving this. You're loving this. Oh. <laughs> but no, if, that's... if he says her name, he's gonna be so embarrassed now. Oh. oh you love, you just love the position. You just like you just you just uh
0: oh. I only got one thing to say to that. I'll have uh <laughs> <laughs> Face that face says it all, folks. <laughs> I fucking hate you. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, that was that was our school in a nutshell with fucking bullshit, <laughs> fucking reading, and it's fucking snow days, and oh, God it sucks. it what was that- a, it was a it was a pretty mixed bag with a lot
1: of of raisins in it. Yeah. But no, but I mean a lot of dry raisins. Dry raisins, and, and some an occasional, plus, you know
0: the plus is I met you. Buttercups. I know. But the plus is I met you. So that was a plus. That was always oh, a- absolutely that
1: was one of the highlights of my career too in high school. Mm-hmm. Was was the friendship that we were able to establish and and uh, you know, like that's one of the two most important things that ever happened to me.
0: You know, I mean like well, I've always said this about you is like I was always the quiet kid. And I'll admit that right now. I'm very shy even still to this day, uh, even though, you know, you see me on here and I'll do this and I'll do that or what have you. But I'm still that shy kid, man. And you actually broke me out of my shyness. So I have to thank you. For that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you also did.
1: I was trying to do that for I a while. I know. I was actively trying to do that. Yep. I've you you become like a little bit of like a project for me throughout my life now because I keep trying to like try to get, get you me. to like improve yourself but subversively and now you start to figure it out so I'm like oh he's learning yep.
0: yep I'm learning you're never too old to keep well you always keep learning doesn't matter what age you keep learning but yeah no that was uh that was the thing also. Remember around that time when we started podcasting, what everything that was on after school and one of the bits that we used to do and I used to love it was that fucking guy with his friggin he killed everybody. Cause he was like, you know, you sexually, <laughs> you sexually active people. I hate you. Hi. Elliot Rogers and he fucking did that video. That was around the time when we started podcasting. That fucking guy killed everybody cuz you know they were sexually active and no girl wanted him. You fucking creep. Well,
1: yeah, he's a, he was an incel and he was one of the first faces of the incel and the incel movement really. It's the incel movement. Incel means involuntarily cel- celibate. Yes. Um and while you know Not everybody who's an incel is a part of that movement. He kind of became the face of that movement, and people kind of used him as the poster child of like why incels are bad. Yeah, and that, and then remember he the thing that we you know we had the whole video he made, he had the manifesto, and I mean the whole thing really is just really sad. I remember when that happened, and. I, I, it's a really, it's, it's, it's a terribly tragic situation for everyone. But I don't know, excuse what he did, but you have to understand too, like, these are pretty sad, very real circumstances that he was dealing with. He didn't deal with them in the best way, but, uh, I think it also, they're very real and they affect a lot of people. They affect a lot of men, the yeah. things that he was going through. A lot of men, you would be surprised about how, how big, uh, of of uh num how big in numbers the in the incel demographic actually is uh, among young men. It's I would estimate and I'm being real right now. I'm gonna I am i i have heard that there's an estimate um around fifty percent of all young men from eighteen to thirty are virgins. Michael Arkin like this is a real thing like this is affecting a lot of us yep and you know us i mean you know younger men and there's a lot of problems that are that are that we as young men in america have to deal with that aren't really getting talked about enough but um I'm not going to go off on a two, but that's, but I will say that it's really important. We need to start taking better care of our young men. Yeah, true. I mean, if If you, if you have, if you have a young male adult in your life that you care about, really check in on them, see how they're doing, you know, because it's,
0: it's rough right now.
1: It's rough for a lot of us right now.
0: Oh, you're right. And, and that's the thing, too. It Also, you do dives into mental health and also the fact that you see how a person thinks and you dive into their brain and then you really start to realize the issues that they had or what causes this. And it really opens up to the broader spectrum, like we really need to, you know really see what the person's going through and not just, you know, automatically assume like, you know, craziness and stuff, what they're doing. There's fucked up people out there, but it's really interesting once you get to see what happens and everything kind of starts to make sense. So I adhere to your sentiments, checking on your loved ones, checking on the young male population, checking on what have you, because there's a lot of stuff and a lot of people going out through some stuff right now. And then you're right. You think a lot of it, like you mentioned with the Celebes things, there's 18 to 30 year olds that are virgins and it goes to that point. It could be to the point as well, like, mind you, there are a lot of people from the religious side of things, and myself included. A lot of people want to wait till they get married. But then there's the other part of it. Then there's the other part of it where it's just like, you know, there's, that affects a lot of people from the sexual stimulation, just not being sexually active, where it's just, no, you're right. And actually just thinking about it, just like you bring it into the spectrum, like it's really crazy to think about it, but it's something that's very true. Do you know what's saving Western society right now, Mike Larkin?
1: What's that? Three things. Weed, porn, and video games. <laughs> no, I'm serious, Mike Larkin. Like, because those are the things that are subduing a lot of these frustrated, lonely young men, and it's probably the reason why we're not having people like rioting in the streets and and packs of young men running around, you know, raping old ladies and you know, killing people. You know, causing death and destruction wherever they go, you know, like I, I think that right now, those are some of the most important things that we have that are like propping up society right now. I don't think people realize just how important those th- those things play a role in
0: keeping men sane, really. Well, OK, I'll adhere to you on two of the three porn. Yes. <laughs> Video games, yes. So I, I completely understand that. So no, no, I'm not
1: right. saying, look, I'm not saying everyone has to do all those things no, to be right, stupid, exactly. But any combination, oh. any or all of those three things, uh-huh. are a huge saving grace to a lot of young men. Because uh-huh. it's you an, it's an, L. yeah, yeah. L. and and they don't. A lot of us don't really have much. A lot of us are having trouble even getting employed. And if we have jobs, they're not great jobs. And we can't really do much uh, with with anything that we have. And so like, I'm not going to get too far into it. I don't want to seem like I'm crying. I'm not just talking about, this isn't about me. This is about everybody. Me and my peer. This is about everybody that is like us. I'm not just speaking from personal. I'm speaking, yeah, from personal experiences. At my personal experiences as a man, and noticing not just my own situation, but other people's situations as well. Like, and um, yeah, I mean, really, like this is something that it's really hard to be where we are right now in this in this time and place. And we need things to get us by. And right now, that's getting all because because think about it, think about it. Like if you get a group of young men. Who have feel like they have nothing left to lose, and have no outlet. I mean, you know about and I mean, it's 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 it's, it's dangerous. It's, it's crazy to think about. Like these are the things that are keeping us afloat right now, right? And I know it sounds funny, but think about it.
0: It's, it's true. Well, I mean, for me. Speaking from personal experience, a lot of people can do it. And I know we have two different outlets on stuff, which is fine. You know what I'm saying? But here's the thing about this. And I'll say this about our friendship that I love. You and I have rarely ever, if any times, have really like, because we have too much fun doing this. We don't have time to do this. You know what I'm saying?
1: And that's what I love
0: about our friendship, because there's never any of this. But the fact of the matter is this, like I'm very spiritual. My spirituality helps me out a lot. You know what I'm saying? That keeps me afloat like it does a lot of people. For me, and I say this as well, like you mentioned those combinations. First of all, it would be pornography or video games. It's an outlet for people to look at that, those images, because it stimulates one mind and stimulates the body externally. And then you see from the video game side of things. First of all, we've played video games since we were kids. You know what I'm saying? It's something we've always loved. So when it comes to video games, it it keeps people entertained and it keeps people going. So whatever it is that you do, to put it bluntly on here, video games, porn, what have you, enjoy yourself. Do what makes you happy because there's a lot of stuff of people out there that do suffer. And if they're not happy, and if they find an outlet that makes them happy, as long as you're not hurting yourself or you're hurting anybody, do what makes you happy and do what you love.
1: Yeah, I think that's kind of that's kind of the whole point is that, you know, better to be doing things, you know involving that stuff or doing those things or things that involve those things
0: better that than you know causing harm to yourself or someone else right well you and I have been down that route with the harm stuff and we've talked about it on the show I look at it from a stance too, as well That's another part of the analyzation, dissecting, and deciphering of yourself and what you want to do. Do I really want to go down this road? I mean, the problem is people can help you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, people can tell you, hey, man, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that to better help yourself? But you listen to them. But the other thing is to, unless you take the accountability and you do what you need to do to really fix yourself. That's the end of the day. You have to do it for you, not for anybody else. You have to do it for you. So as long as you're doing what you're doing to get you back on that right path or doing something that really stimulates yourself and also helps people and also can inspire and evoke emotions, strike a chord, baby. That's what you need to do as far as, you know, just doing yourself and yeah. keep it on. Yeah. I mean, look,
1: self-care is so important Yep, and if, if if there's something that is ma- taking pain away and getting you by and is helping you survive into the next day and without completely breaking down, then as long as it's not like, like hard drugs and is da- actually dangerous, like then you should do that because if it's not if that type of thing really isn't harmful to your
0: body, then it's 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 helping you. It's constructive. Yeah. Like, well, we talk about the argument with weed. Do I smoke weed? No, it's not my thing. You do, which is fine because it helps you. There's stuff that helps people and people can be highly functional people when they use weed. And that's fine. You know what I'm saying? If that helps you. I'm a great example of that. Yes, and I said I'm. I'm not again. I'm not. I only tease you about that because with the smoke weed every day. But if, if that helps you get by, that's fine. You know what I'm saying. If you don't, if, like I said, my stuff is my spirituality. So whatever makes you happy, and weed does help people. You know, calm them down. People can be highly functioning of it, and that's fine. And it's legal now, so. You enjoy it, do it. You're not hurting yourself. I've never heard of anybody, and that's always the funny it goes back to the wrestling business like wrestlers die with steroids and overdoses and all this stuff, but you never heard of anybody dying from weed. So you know, is what it is. like ever in the history ever of the like history mankind. Ever. Like yeah, it's never time. happened. Well, that was the problem that they used to complain about, because if you look at the wellness policies that they had back in wrestling back in the day, they would always, you know, if you smoke weed, you would get busted for that. You know what I'm saying? If you had weed, they would bust them for weed. It's like, but hey, guys can take pills and drugs and I get fucking drunk. And, you know, but that's a fine. You know what I'm saying? But all this weed and now it's become like legal within their you know wellness stuff. So, I mean, it's crazy. But yeah, that's the thing. People need to really look to be more intuitive what they are into, you know? Yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I, you know, it's great. It's, it is what it is. But like I yeah, said, we can, like, you know, I, we can talk about that for hours. That's all.
1: That's, that's a, uh, that's a whole,
0: it's a whole thing. That's stuff. a
1: whole can of worms. That's
0: a whole can of worms in itself. But the point, the point of this show today is to make you laugh, evoke emotions, listening to two best friends talk and shoot the breeze like they only can do. I think we are accustomed, and I think we are coordinated and really focused on that today. As I just made up words, have we? coordinated like we really touched upon today excuse me so folks i'd like to thank you for listening to another edition of the Stephen mike show and homie before we even get out of here i need you to promote cool spectrum because you're doing a lot of great things with your band let them know where we're. oh
1: okay, yeah so if you're in the new york area we uh i'm in a rock band called cool spectrum we play classic rock uh all of our members are on the spectrum and we're very proud of that and uh we uh we love the play we uh we're pretty good i think and um, we've we've done a bunch of live shows already around Long island and we're going to be doing a few more we have a couple of dates coming up in february at uh we have our our RNRU show at uh, 89 north and we have a, a date at rock city dogs uh, the 89 north show is february 3rd at St. Patchogue. and then rock city dogs on bayshore are february 9th at 7:30 uh, um we don't have a time for uh, February fifth. Sorry, February fifth is the show. There's no time for that show for the RNRU show, but um, February 9th Rock City Dogs, seven thirty, um, in Bayshore. If you're if you're in and around Long Island, uh, come check us out. We're we always try to book more shows. Um, you know, uh, we'll be putting up more shows, and if you want to book us, you know, you can you know get in contact with me. Um, we'd love to. We love playing shows. We love to play more shows, and. And Michael Arcancer does play. He knows, he
0: knows that we're,
1: we're, we're the real deal. He knows what we're about. So, um,
0: so yeah, if you're in the area, check us out. Links in the description for the Twitter, the YouTube, and the Facebook, and the – a lot of stuff. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram for uh, – well, you don't have Twitter for Cool Spectrum yet, do you? Not yet. Okay. So the Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube for Steve's band Cool Spectrum will be in the descriptions below this show. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you go first, my homie G to promote your social medias before I get into it. Thank to- you, Mike Clark, and, and I appreciate you letting me promote the band too. That's very cool of you. Of um, so me,
1: I am I am on Instagram at Stevie Nix now, just Stevie Stevie Nicks with a C, no C K. It's S-T-E-V-I-E-N-I-C-S. On on Instagram, um Twitter at Steve Dash Nix. Um I haven't been using that too much lately. Yeah, but I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm on there if you wanna if you wanna check us out and then um I
0: don't mean to cut you off, but you have hardly ever used Steven XSM anymore? I use it sometimes. I use it the other I used it last night, but it's not like all the time anymore. All right. And promote go ahead. I'm sorry, keep going. I interrupted you.
1: What uh what else do I what else did I miss? IELTS Historical.
0: Oh, I and uh
1: NHL history. If you're into that, IELTS historical about the uh History of the New York Islanders. That's on Twitter at Isles Historical. Um, YouTube at uh Island Real Islanders Pride. You uh, forgot what Islanders, Islanders Pride Real island. Real, Real, uh, Real I uh, yeah, well it's Islanders Pride on YouTube.
0: I'll so. put it in the description. And also um, I forgot one more. Um, Stevie Nick's hockey experience.
1: Oh uh, yes, and uh well we have to get back on that too yeah. a little bit. Um at S N-H E pod on twitter um you know throw us a, a follow too we'll be more active with that in the coming all of these i think we're gonna be a little more active on in the coming days and months so well, yeah uh, definitely definitely worth a follow if you want to keep in touch with everything that's 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 going on in in my world and in the the snm worlds and, and all that stuff so all
0: right now, I will say this. Please give them a follow because the links will be in the description. We'll be more active in the upcoming months. Like I said, we do this show once a month to stay consistent, and we'll get back to more Stevie Nicks hockey experience and finding guests. But right now it's nuts because it's holiday time, folks. So Yeah. So. If you want to follow yours truly, you can check me out, SM Show One or MCL92 on the Twitter machine. I have my pop culture pod, but I'll be honest, I've been busy with other stuff. I've hardly ever done that anymore. So you you I see, I'm like you. I hardly have done a lot of shows either, so it's okay. You guys can check out pop culture pod on Twitter. Links will be in the description. Uh you can check out SM Show One, I mentioned MCL 92. Uh uh, lark underscore 92 and m larkin and mb you could subscribe to the youtube channel where this show will be as many well as other many shows from S N M and many other great shows i know you have the youtube promote the well you i'll go back to you for this promote the clips. what's the clips youtube
1: oh that's right so we have a we have a clips channel now on uh on youtube we're gonna start posting uh like you know shorter highlight more digestible uh clips of the show and um I believe it's S N M show clips
0: on yes. YouTube. Yep. S N M show clips. S N M
1: show clips on YouTube. Um, nothing is on there as of this recording, but that's going to change very quickly because we're going to start
0: cranking some stuff out. And so on- uh, that's that's definitely worth a follow or yeah. subscribe. But yeah and we're on video now so we'll, you'll you'll see our faces more often and um yeah and what we do or you can also listen to the show audio wise i know we have a lot going on here but soundcloud is MC Larkin 92 i still use that to put this show on there we are also on ready anchor spotify iheart radio stitcher and wherever audio platform you can get and it'll be more in the future but yeah we're on some audio platforms, some of the big ones, so you can listen to this show. And you can go back to show.com. That's very important, stevenmikeshow.com, to check it all out. And, yeah, that's that's the whole kicking the Moodle. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Subscribe to Islanders Pride because my homie G over here put some of the best darn Islanders content out there, my friend. Thank and you. Very welcome. So follow us. Thank you all for listening. And we will talk to you in the next episode. We will see you after the holidays. Peace. Peace.